It's that time again. Time for us to go over the weird shit that happens in our tabletop role-playing games. Welcome, fellow travelers, to the Gaius Sanctorum. This is the Order of the Midnight Roller podcast. We are your guides, Jameson and Scully. Welcome, fellow travelers, to this week's episode. So, this is the third installment of TTRPG Storytime. Uh, is it the third installment? This is the third installment. Okay. We, are done, we have done three of these now. Hmm. Because our, our first episode was TTRPG stories. Oh, that's true. I guess it was. And we did one a few months ago. And then this is our third one. This is our longest running series. It is. And it's also <laughs> kind of our anniversary. It is kind of our anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> We've been doing this for a year. We have been doing this for a year. These, Col- these... Oh my God. It's culminating with coronavirus. <laughs> it is. Oh my God. Maybe now it'll stop Maybe and things will stop. go back to whatever normal is. I don't think there is a normal anymore. No. Speaking of that, so you want me to start? I don't care. So sometimes uh, you have, when you're a DM, you have to do things on the fly, which is something that we all know. Mm-hmm. All too well. All too well. Uh, in a recent campaign, a PC had uh, wanted to host a party at the group's home. Okay. So they had this giant home in Tal'Dorei, and uh, one of the PCs that I was playing with, they were like, well, I want to have a party. And they were like, but I, I want a random homeless people to be there. And I was like, well, you know, it's kind of fun describing NPC environments and all that kind of stuff. So I was like, that's fine. But I couldn't just let the party uh, and had to also move the PC story like forward. So like I couldn't just have like a random party where like nothing happened. Uh, so I basically invited a vampire to the, I, I mixed a little Curse of Strahd in there. And I was like, you know what? Let's make this interesting. So I did like 50 or so homeless people and then brought in a vampire dressed as a homeless person. Hmm. Very um, true blood of you. Very true blood of me. Very Bill. Yes, very Bill. Very Bill. He, he wasn't a Southern gentleman, but like he might as well have been. So basically, like what I had them do is I wanted to see if they would notice that every so often one of the homeless people would just go missing throughout the night until they finally until everybody left the party and it was just her and the vampire Lestat Lestat now I'm just thinking <laughs> no I just see Tom Cruise it's alright yeah. <laughs> I was more he was more uh, um, based off of uh, Voltaire Oh, okay. Yeah, because anytime I think of like some kind of dark, gothy, vampire-ass daddy, it's either Talos and Jack. I was going to say, it's either Talos and Jack or Voltaire. Same person. Never seen them in the room together. Yeah, I, those two, <laughs> I think, are different. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she failed all of her her roles. Gotta love when that happens. Oh, it was wonderful. I was like, I didn't want it to happen, but like a lot of things that happen, it's all about the the the, the roll of the dice. It's about circumstances. She failed all of her checks, and she gets charmed. So she becomes a thrall. She be mm, she failed bad. I believe she got an at one. Oh God. So beyond a thrall, the vampire. Me glamoured her enough to make her want to become a vampire. And I was like, why am I doing this? She's already a rogue. This is going to be bad. 
So she ended up becoming a rogue, half rogue, half vampire. Who, Interesting. Who already had the cloak of the bat. Now, was that just happenstance or just was that planned? Happenstance. Because mm. I had happy little accidents. Happy, yeah, there's no, there's, yeah, we just, we have happy little accidents. So, yeah, no, exactly. I didn't think about it at the time. I was like, oh my gosh, she has the, she has the cloak of the bat already. So she already can turn into a bat. X amount of times a day and fly without turning into a bat. Now she has the powers of a vampire and she's a rogue. So she's got like true sight and night vision now, even though she's human and she's half human. So she's like kind of like a day walker. So like, mm-hmm. so I was, we, of course we made tons of, tons of twilight, oh, twilight jokes. I'm like, does she sparkle? she she's he does the sun doesn't hurt you it just makes you glisten in the sun it was the things that she would do she's like well now i have because she was a cannibal too so she didn't have to eat flesh anymore now she only had to drink blood she's like well the pluses and minuses i don't have to kill somebody to eat their flesh i just have to like drain them i was like well if you drain them i'm going you know original vampire rules if like if you drain a human it will kill you Mm -hmm. so like you can only like drink a little bit oh so you you went off of um, Uh, like Anne rice's rules yeah like Anne rice's rules because that's the one i know the best yeah is you know if you if you drain a human it will consume you you. it will consume you like you can't drink dead person's blood is poisonous to to a vampire so like Mm -hmm. it has to be fresh but you can't do it all Mm -hmm. to leave them alive she's like really like yep or you'll or you'll face death. Like the true death. I always thought the drinking dead person's blood was a little weird. It doesn't kill them, but it's but it, like it's, it's like poison. It, or, it's yeah. like salmonella poisoning. It's salmonella poisoning, yeah. It's like eating bad chicken. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was one of the rules that I always thought was super weird. Yeah. Like I don't know. I, I like the way they did it in the interview with a vampire movie. Yeah. Or the rats. They'll come over to rats. Well, yeah, but no, like the one thing that I was I'm talking about is, you know, um, I think it was the young girl presented yes. like the two the Who two is, boys, um, Kristen, uh, um, Kristen Kirsten Dunst, Dunst, which I always forget that's her. I think it's Kirsten. Yeah, Dunst. I want to say that it is. Um, when she's just like, oh yeah, they they were drunk off their ass, and so the blood was still warm. Mm-hmm. You drank dead blood, haha! Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Exactly. Like, yeah, she was joking with them. Yeah, I remember. That's also Anne Rice's Anne Rice's rule books basically also bring the the rule of don't you can't turn children. Yeah, no, but yeah, it's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Cla- Dunst. Claudia, I for the life of me could remember. I her remember name. that because that was like her one of her first things mm-hmm. she ever did, and it was such a prolific role for somebody so young. And you know, I always forget that Antonio Banderas was Armand. Yeah, he's so good. He's so good as Armand. He's so good as Armand. I do believe I prefer what's his name in Queen of the Damned more. The guy in the red robe. That's oh. How, um, but that wasn't Armand. Armand. That was somebody different, right? That yeah, was, that was... Uh, oh, God. It's been so oh many Lord. years since I've read the book. Somebody actually just mentioned the movie uh, Queen of the Damned the other day, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched that in a while. Well, they're, they're supposed to be. I do not need Google Maps. Why did I don't want that? <laughs> Google are, Maps, find are, me Armand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Finding Antonio Vanderas. <laughs> I need an app like that. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> find celebrities. Find me. Uh, find. Oh, it only works off their actual acting roles. Marius is his name. Marius, yes. Vincent he was, Perez. He's. I prefer him though. He's definitely up my up my alley. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do like Armand. He's so good. In that. Well, Armand is. I, I. It's been so long since I've read the books. Mm-hmm. Armand was like was a really prolific figure in he was also it. he was also like a uh how do i put it a extremist vampire uh, if i remember correctly yeah like he was about the old rules and like following them mm-hmm. like to the letter yeah yeah so i if i remember correctly like even in the movie it was very much like that when they in the him, movie when he they was put him in the coffin and everything like mm-hmm. that because of the breaking the rules yeah yeah like i believe he was like vampire extremist well yeah because <laughs> it was Ar- wasn't it armand who sentenced claudia and yes her to, 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 her, be, ma- to her, her doom the final to, death the final death so like they were like super they were like the mm-hmm. the 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 judges mm-hmm. of the vampire world yeah Especially they were in, were they in Spain when this happened? Or were they in France? I thought it was in France. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've watched the movie. You have to really be in the mood for an va- interview with a vampire. Yeah, it's it's an amazing movie, but it's like a lot of really long movies. It's a lot. It's so, but you know, like I said, you have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. And But it's it's a lot like, I put like the um, vampire, not the vampire Lestat, um, interview with a vampire on the same par as like the red violin yes. like these are spectacular Tactical, movies well written but you yeah. really have to be in the mood for you gotta it be in the mood for it i mean the cast is like yeah i mean you can't the only vampire movie that's better than that with the cast mm-hmm. is um freaking dracula that's it honestly mm. bram stoker's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula is that it's on the it is on the the only person that I I mean it works now thinking about it, but like Keanu Reeves could have gotten somebody better. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is. um, (laughs) But everybody else, I mean, they've got Billy Zane accent. His bad accent. I mean, why not a writer's accent is better? Oh yeah, yeah. It was, but they had like yeah, they had Billy Zane in it and Gary Oldman and Sir Anthony Hopkins and just Tom Waits is in it. Like mm-hmm. the cast is incredible. Yeah, the I mean, other than that, is the vampire's assistant? Yeah, no, that's that's a whole other topic. But speaking of final deaths, oh no, go with it. So. We have a couple of the D&D starter sets, and yes. we keep on trying to play them so we can do reviews of them. <laughs> so, a, well, we've done a couple, and, okay. and but this one, this one, the amount of fuckery. There's always an amount of fuckery. That, that happened with this particular mini campaign. So we're playing The Lost Minds of Pandelver. Yep. Oh, Dave. So, so, no, uh, that wasn't Dave. That wasn't Dave? That or... wasn't Dave. Okay. We'll get to Dave. <laughs> so we're we're playing the Lost Minds of Pandelver. Uh-huh. And in it, there are several different um, paths that you can take to explore this tiny little world that Dungeons & Dragons kind of presents to you. Yeah. Well, wh- you know, we did the first... Um, 
the first uh game mm -hmm. which was you know you fight the goblins you you rescue the guy and you get to the town you know that went very smoothly mm -hmm. but then the second game there you learn about these characters called red cloaks which are kind of like a rowdy gang type yeah pretty much type yeah. thing faction of some sort and so the players go off and they're wandering the forest and they wander to um, a place that has a phantom in it and everything's going smoothly. Oh, the opera. <laughs> and I guess it would technically would be a phantasm, not a phantom, but da, 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 da. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm the musical theater person. Um, but anyway, so they're traveling the woods and they get lost uh -huh. as one does in a D and D party I mean, as, as a D and D party like ours. And all of a sudden, I was just like, oh, they run across red, ca uh, red cape uh, recruits. Well, instead of hiding like a normal party would and wait for them to pass and sneak by, because you don't really know anything other than the one drunk guy trying to get in with them. And then they like throw him out in the street and he's like covered in garbage. Mm -hmm. Yes, that did happen. Yes. I thought, that was I thought that was funny. Yes. Um they the party just goes full murder hobo that's our that's the group in general it's i try but no like it's, it's, these guys went full murder hobo uh-huh and they almost got their asses kicked i mean honestly we're a group of of lgbt uh gamers it would be murder homos but like whatever yeah i guess we would be murder homos <laughs> um no like they literally like annihilate after almost getting their asses handed to them uh -huh. Um, someone decided to roll a couple nat 20s. I don't remember. Who was it? Um, I don't remember. I think it was Tony. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, God. Was it was Tony? He, he was playing a monk, wasn't he? It was either Tony or Randy. I can't remember yeah. who did. I know one of them was playing a monk. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, because Tony was playing the monk. Which is just... Because he tried to... Crazy. Yeah, because he tried to, um get in with the red capes yes. or red cloaks i think is what they're called yeah, um because they keep on wanting to say red cap and i know that's not it no that's not it uh red cloaks mm -hmm. and then they got him like insanely drunk because he ended up failing miserably on a uh, constitution save and the he best. woke up in the garbage the next day of course. so these guys go full-on murder hobo and of course naturally a couple of them escape. Oh, the, yeah. A couple of the Red Cloaks escape. Mm -hmm. So we actually never finished it. Oh, no, we didn't. Because by the time they actually made it back to the city, like, they were wanted. And there was no, like, the, yeah. the Red Cloaks, there were too many of them. And we do have to finish that. <laughs> there, there's no way to finish it. Like, you, no, you guys no. literally had to run to the mine uh-huh um and that's where we left it because like you you murdered people like they're gonna mm -hmm. come after you yeah pretty much like so we don't really know what happened we didn't we, finish it we didn't all. finish it because i was just like nope you know done. by the time you get down into the the caves you don't have any healing potions i don't think we had a cleric no i do not think we had a cleric because i think tony was a monk Randy was... Oh, there was me. I was a um, 
You didn't, I remember because you didn't let us pick our um, you didn't let us pick our classes. You pre-made them for us. Not that one. Not that one because I thought that was the one I played a paladin. No, the one you played a paladin was the one with Dave. Okay, that's a great one too. Yeah. No, um, with this one, I know this one. I think we did random. Yes. I made everyone do random, random. characters. And that's I, I was a paladin on that one too. Were you a paladin? Yes, because. All right, so I, it randomized a paladin for me, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, this is not too bad. And just coincidentally, the next game that you gave out yeah. shits for, I picked, randomly picked a paladin again. Yeah, because the one where we did the Stranger Things campaign. That was a good one, too. The Stranger Things campaign, That's we great. just used the pre-made paladin, of, pre-made sheets. And one of them was a paladin. And one of them was a paladin. And I, and I randomly picked that one again, which was funny for me because I never do that. Well, <laughs> it, was, it was semi-random because I gave people classes that they wouldn't normally play like you gave randy the wizard i gave randy the wizard that's so great i love it oh i think that's what he's playing in jalen's now is he's like a barbarian wizard or whatever yeah the strong strong wizard strong wizard yeah i just figure out. Me that one picture of like the old 80s uh D book with oh, the yeah. wizard with like the rippling muscles <laughs> right that's all i think about when i think of barbarian wizard mm-hmm so we had the, the game that, you know, we couldn't finish because they pissed off a gang, essentially. And, Pretty much. And they are going to be forced, because I think they were following you to the... the uh, yes, they were following us. They were, yeah, they were following you mm-hmm. to the um, to the mine. Mm-hmm. And, like, the one, like, barmaid that was, like, nice to you guys was like, you guys need to get out of town. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so there was that one, but then... I guess I'll just continue on to the um, uh, D and D campaign, or the uh, not the D and D, the um, Stranger Things, Stranger Things um, one shot, oh, which dear. ended up being a two shot because yeah, we had to we because it left off in a way that we had to come yeah, back. Yeah, we had to, we couldn't do it in a one shot um, because Honestly, there was too much thing. fucking around. One shots are hard. One shots are really hard. You really have to be concentrated to do a, uh, to, to do a full one shot right in the and, and then it's it's streamlined. Yeah. So I handed out um, classes that people wouldn't normally play. Mm-hmm. You know, Scully here hates paladins, I really do. so I gave him a paladin. I gave. But I played that Randy. shit. Too. It's like. Utmost. I gave our friend Randy <laughs> the wizard because he always pair, plays the like I'm going to smash everything or barbarian or like yeah uh, he does play a really good bard. Um, and then let's see who else was there. Tony ended up being the cleric, cleric which was hilarious. Jalen was the ranger, and Jalen played Jalen ranger. Well, that hid behind the Cla- the yeah. paladin the whole time. Yeah, Jalen. He was Sir. He was Sir Robin from uh, Monty Python. Sir Robin. Sir Robin. Oh yes, he was very Sir much Robin. Sir Robin. Um. So anyway, it starts off. You know, they go, they meet the king, and mm. they have to go fight the Thessal Hydra. My God, all I see now is our Stranger Things one shot was literally gamers oh yeah it was literally that movie it was the gamers mixed with monty python a hundred percent yeah no it it ended up being like an absolute fiasco but hilarious so So the cleric ends up preaching 
and rolling like a nat 20 yep. for charisma mm-hmm. i think he was it was ridiculously uh, he was he was, was so broken it was so stupid so they ended up getting a drunkard to follow them who we named dave who we named dave dave I, davison dave davison was his name no joke because and he might have been the most powerful one of us oh he was dave was the most powerful so anyway first of all they they ended up traveling south when they should have been traveling north so i had to create this weird horror setting which was a spider silk cathedral mm-hmm. where awesome. they had to let's see there was the spider silk cathedral there was essentially chiron um the ferryman there was a fairy rave out on a lily pad don't know why yeah stuff happens um situational <laughs> so they ended up running into a fairy dragon and the fairy dragon had to teleport them to the place they needed to be that's because how, how it like it worked organically it sounds a little cheesy it did work it did work organically, but yeah. it was one of those things it's like you guys are going so far off the rails we need to go over hide here behind, hide behind the the pile of bards <laughs> hide behind the pile of bards well <laughs> They ended up fighting, um, was it a, what did you guys end up fighting? I don't even remember. Oh, no, I was going to say, I thought it was, um, a gelatinous cube, but I think it was a gelatinous cube because the wizard, was the wizard got stuck in it or had to push him or that? No, that was a different campaign. That was the one where Randy tried to, um, push somebody out of a gelatinous cube. Had to, yeah, he attempted to tackle someone out of the gelatinous cube. They ended up fighting a creature. I can't remember yeah, what remember. it is. It might have been a Thessal Hydra. But it wasn't the Thessal Hydra. But Dave, I gave Dave Fireball. You did give Dave Fireball. And because he was a drunk, he was able to actually drink alcohol and then breathe fire. Just at random, I'm playing the character. First of all, I didn't realize how stupid broken Fireball is. It's ridiculous. So I do like this massive damage, and then I have to come up with this weird backstory from Dave. His mouth wouldn't it be fire breath? And I mean, same difference. Well, fireball is like a kind of like a pin, like a thing, and then it explodes. But whatever. I mean, yeah. Regardless, regardless. it was it was broken. He got the ability from a magical amulet. Oh yeah, we did did find that. I gave you guys a magical amulet because. I knew no one would be smart enough to go buy potions, yeah. which no one did. You literally so gave I was us just that like, staff of resurrecting. Yeah, so that I gave them a magical amulet, which I had to roll for uh-huh. to see what, what ability that the amulet would give. Mm-hmm. Then we give Dave Fireball. And I'm like... That's a small what? room. I said Fireball. Like, yeah, it was so <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and then... We get down to the cavern, we go through all this stuff, mm-hmm. and we get to a giant pit. Well, what do my character, what do all my, my players try to do? They try to fire arrows so they could just swing across. And naturally, they're rolling like five and under. Oh yeah, I remember that. It was and terrible. they're like, oh, we're going to jump. 
I'm like, these fuckers are going to fall in this pit. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to make them fight a fucking beholder. Uh-huh. Because. But we didn't, I remember. Like, we actually got across, if I remember correctly. No, because I had Dave flip the switch. Oh, that's right. I, playing Dave, moved the story along because. That's the way. You're so, what are you doing now? That's... I don't know what the cat is doing. What are you doing, buddy? He knows. He senses the the weather is good, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, you're taking the blanket down off the off the window." Oh my gosh, I went son. Yeah. So now, um, I literally, I literally told myself, if these guys try to jump across, which they wouldn't be able to do, because they would have to roll like thirty. Yeah, at least to to get across. I was literally gonna have you guys fall in a pit, get up and run into a beholder, and he was just gonna kill you because, like, I was so done by that. Wouldn't point. be my first beholder. <laughs> but it was just so funny because you have this character who ends up being a um, lost soldier who's drinking himself stupid because of the spider wars, who saves the day yet again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it was random because, like, someone was able to essentially charm him. Yeah, that's the way it works. I mean, it was it was a hilarious campaign. Oh, I have to say, out of all the ones, I, I'm very happy with the starter sets. Yes, me Because too. they do give uh, quite a bit to do. Well, they give you just enough that where, where you can either play it straightforward, mm-hmm. or you can... The Lost Mind of Pandelver gives you a little bit more to expand, expand. on the world. I know they say, like, you can, you can kind of, like, do your own thing a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, where with the Stranger Things one shot, it it's is very, very streamlined. Yeah. Um, I think that the, the Stranger Thing one is definitely for like if you have a group of people who have never played before. Oh, absolutely. Well, so is the Lost Minds of Pandelver. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, because these are definitely designed to to um, introduce people to it. Mm. Um, I think that it's a great um, stepping point. Yes. Um, especially the Lost Minds of Pandelver, because that is definitely something that you could easily do that, get to like level three, and then move into, if you wanted a really simple, like actually pre-written campaign, yeah. move into um, the Tyranny of Dragons. Oh yeah, that's a good which one. Which is, I mean, it's super, super streamlined. Yeah. But for somebody who is just starting, mm-hmm. like I think that's be a really, really easy one to do versus jumping into like water deep or, or what's the, um, what's the ice one um, uh, or one just rhyme out. of the frost frost what's, maiden that one's more maiden. of like a setting guide yeah. it's i mean they have a or, or something you know what i mean like, well, i would yeah Strahd is, is super so difficult. difficult like that is that <laughs> you have chosen violence <laughs> yeah Strahd. because i was going to do a Strahd campaign and then well we're gonna you're gonna be doing a uh, you're working on a horror one right? i'm working on a horror one but here's the interesting thing i think about like random thought about um pre-written modules versus mm-hmm. like writing your own campaign it's just as much work to do a pre-written module because you have to read so far in advance and you have to know all of these characters because like with curse of strahd like it revolves around these characters. I honestly was thinking the other day that I, I either want to do a short campaign or a, like a one shot or two shot mm-hmm. where it's set in the eighties and mm-hmm. you get pulled into a fantasy world a la like um 
what's that one TV show where all like Dungeons the, and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons, where they get pulled into yeah. it, and like you're you're like, well, remember I, would I, love that. I remember <clears throat> I told you I wanted to do a campaign where everybody played as themselves. I mean, that would be something like, like that. Like, and everyone's like, well, I don't want to play myself. I'm like, no, think about oh, it. Yes. Like you're playing yourself. yourself. And, then and you, you get, get thrust, thrust in, in. Right. and like you have to deal with powers and i'm like that that's be gonna be hilarious. hilarious how would you how would you actually react that's kind of what i want to do like i mean so your character playing basically two characters mm-hmm. you're playing a pc who is like a normal person yeah who gets thrown into a fantasy world oh my god we could do that like as 80s like stereotypes that's, that's what i'm saying like 80s oh stereotypes. i can play the cheerleader and play my stupid yes. magic girl yes that's what i'm saying like there would be a jock and there would be like a cheerleader there would, or like the the, the barbie doll like mm-hmm. whatever there's the nerd the, you know like super 80s yeah cliches like Breakfast Club meets Dungeons and Dragons. Meets Dungeons and Dragons. Absolutely. And I want to do it so bad it would fuel my eighties love. But see, you would want to play it, you wouldn't want to Um I would probably DM. Would you DM? Yeah, I would DM. Okay. That's fine. I, I'm okay. I've been play I've been playing a little bit more lately. Yeah. So like I have to run a game here shortly for a few friends virtually who have, mm-hmm. don't get to play. So like I don't exactly have a D- the DM bug back, but mm-hmm. like I wouldn't mind once in well, a while. Well, because mine is going to be if a full campaign. That's fine. I don't mind that. I don't mind. Because um, we're going to get through Jalen's, and then mm-hmm. we're going to have that. I think once we get through Jalen's, I think we should do a few one-shots. Yeah. And then move into a and, long campaign. And and it, it's get going to be... settled in for the summer of campaign. Oh, I feel so sorry for Jalen's, Oh, though. speaking of that. So, every DM has their... Their one mistake, the one mistake, they say something and it becomes the running joke of the campaign. Matt Mercer has a has a chair that every time the players mention it, his eye twitches. I think he's almost TPK'd them a few times when they brought up the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jalen's is uh, Neef. There is a character <laughs> who is a, what, a necromancer? Necromancer, I think. I think. Um, and he's like, his name was Neef. And so, so what, what do oh, I, 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 I will take the hem of this. I look at Scully and go, <laughs> we are the knights <laughs> that go so Neef. And then it was just on. It was on. I was like, oh, oh God, that must feel, was... that must feel like a knife and a uh, knee in the back. Yes. Just, just twist, twist the, the knee. And air. Or, or my favorite was, wow, this campaign really is uh, teetering on the edge it's of a knee. Every, it's every, oh, oh God. God. We can't, it's, it's terrible. Man, he gets. <laughs> I, I swear. <laughs> well, and, and the weird, uh, the weird thing is like, you know, players are going to make fun of absolutely everything. Oh, especially us. Especially us. So we're we've gotten a little bit more on the crude side, but uh, there's always something every single game we just start ragging oh, on. Oh, it's so bad. What was, what was the last one? It, oh, I don't even remember. But it's always a. It's either like oh a, oh, it was the um. We're we're looking for a scepter of a god, a chaos, yes, god. chaos god, and I go so because I was the one talking to the deity. Where's your rod? Oh my god! And then he's like, the rod is in the valley, and it has two balls at the other end, and it has two end. balls on each. On, on and each it end. has a red ribbon tied around it. And, and I, I was like, oh my god! Like <laughs> I just so you have a 
a rod in a valley is the valley moist. <laughs> I mean, oh, I really, it's so, I took that way too far. It was so funny though. I swear, we're making we're making him choose his words very carefully. I I kind of feel bad, just a little bit, because we did tend to razz him a little bit too much. We, we put him as a group of mostly DMs. Mm-hmm. We put him to his test. And, but when you open it up, he just does it to himself, but we all do it. We, we all do it. Because it's mispronunciations of words mm-hmm. or we, weird, it's weird names that we don't feel are weird until we say them out Absolutely. loud. And everybody and then, does that. And then you're like, oh, fuck, that name sounds like penis mm-hmm. or something. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, here we go. Here we go. And it's just like you're waiting for it. You're waiting for your players. Mm -hmm. You're waiting for your players to say something. It's only on the odd times that they don't notice it. You're like, you're looking at them going, am I going to say anything? Okay. And we're moving on. (laughs) Like nothing happened. Keep your mouth shut. Nothing happened. Nothing is here. These are not the droids you're looking for. (laughs) See nothing. Um, No, it's, it's so funny though. The Neef one, that just... I mean, we we go full on Monty Python with that one. Oh, we really do. And it's the rod in the valley was well, hilarious. That's like one thing that happened in the, in the last campaign, the, the last full campaign that I um, uh, DM'd. So everything, sometimes you have to do stuff on the fly, like come up with plants, mm-hmm. come up with like names, anything, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody made a perception check or an investigation check for local foliage. And I was like, Oh Jesus, you're in the wasteland. There's nothing. They're like, and of course the artificer rolls a nat 20 Mm -hmm. on their investigation. And I'm like, shit. Now I have to literally come up with a plant they find on the fly. So they, before this backstory, we were just joking about like eighties rock bands and mm-hmm. like everything sounds like, well, that's the name of my newest album comes from yeah. yada, yada, yada. And we were like, yeah, they're like, well, what's a terrible eighties rock band? Somebody said Eagle Scrote. <laughs> they're like, do eagles have testicles? I was like, well, they do now. <laughs> and they were like, well, okay. So they're like, all right, I need a plant. What is it going to be? They're looking for something that heals them. I'm like, you're in on like an arid wasteland. There's like nothing. It's like mm-hmm. shrubbery and like dead plants. Oh, that was the other thing. Uh, he said there's no shrubberies and we went uh, off on a tangent. Gen- yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. So I'm like, you find one plant. One plant. Like, well, what's the plant? I was like, and I was like, are we already talking about 80s bands? And I was like, okay, so this particular plant is, can be used for medical purposes, but it is an akin to an illicit drug from the 80s. And like, what, 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 what's its name? I was like, what's a name of a plant that may have similarity to an illicit drug? Eagle Scrote. The plant is called Eagle Scrote. What does it do? I don't know. You should use it and find out. <laughs> They're like, can we grind it up? I was like, you can grind it up. So there was another drug that I brought in from another well-known campaign. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we have this spice. Can we mix spice with Eagle Scrow? I was like, can you mix spice with Eagle Scrow? They almost killed one of the PCs. <laughs> they almost killed those, those are the those are the best times <laughs> they almost killed her and then she became immune 
to the eagle scrote. I was, and then then I then I had to make a a whole like stop where they had to they like wandered into a weird like twilight zony town mm-hmm. that was also an eat could possibly be like an eagle scrote like farm that they were manufacturing drugs out of the plant. And soil and green is people. Soil and green is people, but like eagle scrote is people. And, mm-hmm. like, the one who decided to try the combination spice eagle scrote found their, like, laboratory and drank, like, a quarter gallon of, like, liquefied version of the plant. Oh, God. I was, I was like, oh, no. I was like, she, um, they almost died. They were close. They failed. They almost failed all their death saving drugs. But see, that's what makes a campaign like super like intense. Mm-hmm. And one of the things like with the, the campaign that I was, I was like, working on, they, nobody had no. There was no cleric. Yeah, they, they had an artificer, so mm-hmm. they could possibly they had a healer, but they didn't have a diamond worth five hundred dollar five hundred gold to do a major resurrection. Right. I was like, if she dies, she is dead. You guys do not have the spells. To bring somebody back. You're but not a cleric. That's what makes it good. Yeah. I mean, when, when you are prepared. And I think I see too many like games right now where everything just goes too much according to plan. I don't like that. I always like a little fuckery. Like, yeah. To, and then that's, that's super risky. You drink something you don't know what it is that has an illicit drug. Yeah, you could die. You could die. I mean, she drank a quarter gallon. Tripping balls is not even the that's not even the term I would use. I think she was tripping for like, I think she was tripping for like three sessions. Well, and naturally so. Yeah, and this is before. No, no, this is after she became a vampire. So even. (laughs) (laughs) So this. Why? Why should I not be surprised? So this is like after she became a vampire, basically immune to everything. At this point, mm-hmm. because vampires are crazy immune to everything except for the sun, but I made her like a daywalker, so it wasn't yeah. too bad. And uh, but like this was so strong, concentrated. This is also the character that um, I had the most. I character. I wasn't part of this campaign, but I ended up coming home, and all of a sudden I hear her say, "Where are the drugs?" And I pop my head around the corner and I just go completely breaking the game. Excuse me? <laughs> like, it was it was one of the strangest. That was probably one of the strangest characters I've ever come across in a uh, campaign. I did have the most fun with her, with her character, though, because she was she was the bringer of chaos. I mean, she she, was, she, she had a the, blast with she it. She is the she was the chaos god. Like everybody else played their their characters pretty straightforward mm-hmm. she was the she was the hair the fly in the soup constantly so it was it honestly kept me on my toes it really did and it was awesome i really enjoyed it a lot of the times i mean there was a couple of times where i had to be like well this is what happens you know when you do something there are consequences so so those are some of our stories for our TTRPG table, what are some of yours? Go ahead and let us know over at Twitter and at Instagram at oh Midnight Roll. And join us next week as we talk to Nick Fury's cat about being able to eat anything he wants. 
자자. 자자.